guys, I'm Dakota. And I'm Amanda. Welcome back to College and Planet. We hope you had a good Thanksgiving and Black Friday and are staying safe during this holiday season with the pandemic going on. Yes, it's very important that you guys are staying happy and healthy or as happy as you can be since finals are coming up. And this is your friendly FAFSA reminder. <laughs> Please do your FAFSA because I know UCF requires it by December 1st, I believe. So make sure you're getting that in so you can get money by the time you're, you owe your school money. Yes. Now, thank you guys so much for 432 downloads. That is all time, and that does not include streams on Spotify. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. We're getting so close to 500 downloads, and you know what that means? Giveaway. Yes, we have lots of stuff planned. All right, so we want to let you guys know that next week will be our last episode. For the season. Yes, and then we will be starting up a new season um, in January. Yes, kind of like with the semesters. Yep. So, also, we have a link tree in our Instagram bio, and you can make appointments with us. So you can set up 15-minute, 30-minute, or 60-minute Zoom calls where um, we can help you through your college applications, scholarships, or anything that you guys need. You can also schedule a UCF tour with us. So this yes. is something that we're doing that is new. Of course, it will be socially distanced, mass required, and you can ask as any questions about UCF that you have, we'll show you around campus um, for about an hour to two hours. Yeah. Also, don't forget to tell your friends, share this with them, all this stuff, especially after this episode, you know, and if you like, you really want an appointment with us after we talk about all this, we will be more than happy to talk to you. And don't forget to share that with your friends. <laughs> yes. Even though we are taking a break over the holiday season, we will, we will still be open for Zoom appointments. Yes, absolutely. All right, Amanda, what's your low light of the week? My low light was saying goodbye to one of my roommates. She went home in the Midwest. She's not coming back until January, and I miss her so much. My other roommates are coming back after Thanksgiving, like the week that weekend. So by the time you hear this, we'll already have been back together, the three of us, but we'll dearly miss Liv. And I think that's my only low light. Also, not doing work and being pressured by work, but it's fine. <laughs> what about you? What's your low light? My low light is also um, one of my friends, Meredith. She lives across the hall from us, but she's basically like a roommate to us. She also it went home and is not coming back till January because she's out of state. So that's a little sad. But also, um, my sister and I went to Walmart um, a few days ago. Mm -hmm. And we went in and all I needed was creamer but I felt the most unsafe I've ever felt in this pandemic because literally nobody was wearing a mask barely anybody the Walmart workers were wearing the masks under their mouth the cops weren't wearing masks at all there was like seven cops and it's Black Friday so you would think that people would be wearing more masks oh no of course not not in this town Exactly. So it just kind of made me really mad. My sister and I really mad because nobody was wearing their masks. I so. feel like if you like took a video, you could totally go viral. Probably could. Of the seven cops just sitting there talking with no masks on. Oh, yeah. It was a little annoying. What was your highlight? My highlight was probably Thanksgiving. I had a great time at home with family. I got to see my baby cousin Benny. He's super cute and um, the game, the USF versus UCF game is coming up today, which we're filming this on Black Friday, but I am super excited about that. So my aunt actually went to USF and obviously we go to UCF. So 
I've been like, who's going to win the war on I-4, Benny? UCF, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've converted baby Benny to be a UCF fan. <laughs> I love that. What about you? I have a couple different highlights. Um, <clears throat> Thanksgiving was not as bad as I expected because I had, we had a very different Thanksgiving this year. My sibling, Some of my siblings who moved down here this year, we celebrated with them and we played Curse Against Humanity and it was really fun. We sat outside. I read um an entire book okay i didn't fully read it but it was like i switched between audiobook and then reading it and i finished it my boyfriend and i started it like a few days ago (laughs) and this is like a decent sized book but it was just i was so into it and i was like oh man i just want to read and then i used that to procrastinate work and so now i'm like itching to do work (laughs) because i have so much to do and then i think today is going to be a good day so hopefully I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to socially distanced see some of my friends that I haven't seen since, like, March and this summer. I'm hopefully going to see them today. We're also going to our high school's football game tonight, so that should be fun. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right, so now to get into this week's episode. Today we will be talking about resume and cover letter, um, kind of like build your resume with us, tips and tricks. and. Yes. Yeah, so do you want to start it off? Okay, guys, resumes are very important. They are a summary of the most important things you did in high school if you're doing this for college applications. Resumes for job applications and, like, internship applications are a little bit different. It's, like, all the same formatting, but you some of the content's a bit different. But today we're going to go over resumes and cover letters for high school. So there's plenty of templates in Word, like if you're using Word, but try to keep it professional. So don't use so many fancy colors and different designs. Like I I kept mine pretty pretty straightforward, black and white, nothing nothing too special. Yes, I went to a resume building workshop and they said do not use color because um, color isn't always seen as like professional, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of hard for me because I love design, I love color, <laughs> yeah. and I just want pink to be on my resume, but I can't. Um, but resumes look more professional when they're black and white. Yes. So to start off with some general formatting things, you probably want to keep it single-spaced. Um, use a, a good like professional font, like something solid like Calibri or Times New Roman or Helvetica or something. Um, definitely not like Comic Sans <laughs> and yeah, not no. below size 10 or 11 and definitely not over 14 or 15 for heading. So like your, I'm going to get into this later, but like your bullet points should not be big, smaller than t- size 10 or 11, but your headings should not be over size 14, 15. Yes, and going off of what you said about the bullet points, the bullet points should not be wordy. So that's just like a main thing about resumes is that they shouldn't be wordy. They should be short bullet points that get to the point of who you are. Yeah. So I'm going to work this, at least for my what I have, I'm going to work it kind of top to bottom. And I just looked over mine. Um, I had a top header with my name, birthday, email address, email and address, and phone number. Not all of these are required. Um, most are optional. It's really whatever you want. So um, if you want to put like your phone number or if you want to put your email address or your like your house address, totally fine. Um, I think birthday is also more of an identifying thing so they can make sure it's the right person to the right um, resume, but totally up to you. Yeah, I don't see many people put birthdays on their resumes, but 
it does happen every once in a while. So you definitely want to put your address and your phone number and your email and use a professional email. So not like a Gmail or a, um, unless that's the only email you have. Yeah. So like if you're applying for something with the school, like a school, you'll, you would want to use, um, like we have our nights email for UCF. So if you're applying for something like a job at the school, you would want to put your night's email. Yeah, but I think for high school application or college applications in high school, I you think a Gmail is fine. Yeah. My order of things, like, so I put education at the top, and that's only high school if you're doing that for college applications. Um, education should, like, the, the word itself should be its own line, maybe underlined or a couple sizes bigger than the rest. Um, and then you can do like a dash or something or you go underneath and you say or actually yeah don't do a dash go underneath um, do an indent and then do the school if you go to if you had different schools different high schools you can put a in order with graduating at top with the locations and years and so you can um, make the schools bold and then do a dash and put and then do like city comma state and then in parentheses do years attended in parentheses yes and you Sorry. should also you you should normally apply or you the deadlines to apply for college are before you graduate so you put your expected graduation date on your yeah. resume as well yeah so like if you um went to a different school for your senior year you'd put that at the top and you would say some town high school some town state and then parentheses 2019 to 2020 or 2020 to 2021. Yeah. And then underneath that, in the same heading, you can have your GPA, standardized test scores, and rank if your school has that. Try to be as specific as possible. I had weighted space slash space unweighted. And then my scores were were pretty simple. So I had like SAT um, colon and then my score. And then in parentheses, I would have the whatever reading and then whatever. Yeah. Um, math and and then I did something similar for ACT but I did the like I did E dash for like English and stuff so just try to keep it concise make it clear you know and also when you're applying to college your resume should also include like your honors or advanced classes you've taken so like AP because I know one of my teachers told me to do that and that gave me a leg up by listing like your AP scores that you have had and your the like scores it or the classes that you're taking and when you should get your scores i didn't have that i didn't have my ap scores i had a separate section for like honors and awards and i'll get to that um but i mean i took six ap classes so i don't know i guess that's up to you and if that's if you want that extra and you have the space for it you can totally do that uh after that i had the next like heading like same as education i had extracurriculars same format as heading so same size if you're gonna bold it or if you're gonna underline it or if you make it the same all that it, the, now these don't just have to be school related they can be other things so if you were part of like a community club that's totally fine but like if you were in band that's where i put band i was in we, we were on our school's green team mm-hmm. um if when i was a part of like a choir that was like not school affiliated or like if you did certain volunteering totally put that there i think i put uh, palm beach for planet in that section yeah. which is not school related at all it's a totally different county and also this is the section where you want to um list under the organization any leadership positions that oh you yes had to have because leadership positions are super important to mention no matter how big or small yeah um it shows that. that you have 
leadership qualities, which colleges love. Yeah, you can totally kind of bulk it up a bit. Make sure you put words that sound interesting and sound like you did a, a, an important job. Because I put, I was attendance manager for band, and while it wasn't the most work, I still had, I had a team of other people I had to lead, and I had to give them instructions, I had equipment I had to take care of, we had, the band was like a 170 to 200 people on the, like, depending on the day, and we had to go around with, like, that kind of thing, like, it make, make it sound important even though I just scanned people as they came to rehearsal. Yeah, and with Palm Beach for Planet, we, there's not really leaders or, like, there's not really any, like, positions, but... I did say I was like a strike organizer. Yeah, like I, yeah, I put climate organizer, organizer, whatever. Yeah, and if you want to see our resumes, we can probably send them to you. Yeah, which is another thing I was gonna say. We can post them on our materials or on our Instagram, but it'll also be in our materials um, highlight. We'll yeah. post examples of our resumes. Yeah. Um, but as for extracurriculars, put most recent at the top and descending. So if you're if you're a senior and you're doing something now and um we probably want to put that at the top as well as anything that you've been doing continuously so like band was at my top because i did that 2016 to 2020 um different things so then if i did a, a certain club i did q plus club only junior year so then i put that underneath because that was 18 and 19 or whatever the years were the different topics had the same format as the test scores with years active in parentheses. I had, there was the big heading that said extracurriculars, underneath that was a couple sizes smaller, I did an indent and I did like Palm Beach for Planet 2019 to t current. And then I would do bullet points underneath that. I, I hope that makes sense. Yeah. And it's important to put dates on your resume, so think of dates that you did certain activities because um, you want to put them in the resume and this was so annoying because I like couldn't remember what dates I did stuff so if you do this early on you can just easily fill out like um, your Comnap just using your resume you can upload your resume stuff like that um, so dates are super important and this section with the activities and like the clubs that you did positions that you've had this is I would say the most important section when mm -hmm. colleges look at you to accept you because they want to see what kind of involvement you've had, what leadership positions you've had, and what kind of activities you've done while in these clubs. Mm -hmm. So with that, you definitely want to have a few different bullet points for each topic, depending on what it is. So if it's like really relevant, you can try to beef it up, have extra bullet points. My section for in my co or extracurriculars for band had seven bullet points, and that was oversimplified. Like I cut a bunch of stuff, but. You can also have less than that, and depending on your space and like what exactly activity entailed, you could have more. Always start the bullet points off with a verb. That's something that mm -hmm. I was always taught. For like Palm Beach Climate Strike, organize, or say like volunteered at a certain thing, or different verbs, and I'm kind of short-circuiting on verbs but you get the idea and also don't use first person mm -hmm. they already know it's already implied that you're using first person so don't say like oh i did this and this with this organization say just like did this with this organization yeah and in your resume you shouldn't have full sentences it should just be like short points yeah because that helps with spacing too um, it should not be more than a sentence or two, just trying, just describing what you did. Um, like in my band section, I'm going to use that a lot because there's just so much there. It's like marched in the London New Year's Day parade 
or yeah. participated or hosted the competition, you know? Like, make it sound good, but keep it humble. So you can amp it up and make it sound pretty good, but then don't be braggy. Because if you come off as braggy, they're going to think you're arrogant and you don't want that. Yes, but it, the resumes are also the chance for you to, like, show the best of yourself. Oh, yeah. So, like, use verbs that make it sound good like organized or not like there's certain verbs that will make you sound like incompetent like i don't know i don't know how to explain it but like just be very professional with it but make sure you put everything down that you've done yeah definitely definitely take the two seconds to look up like organized synonym or like yeah completed synonym yeah because this will help with making you sound professional but also is i lost my train of thought <laughs> that's fine if you look up synonyms i do that so much i do that for essays too is like looking up synonyms to make yeah. it sound nicer you don't have to keep everything on your resume like if you were a part of a club and you you don't really like think you did too much and you just you really only did a couple things then you don't have to put it they're not they're not going to be like what did this student do throughout their entire high school career no 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 you can tailor it to whatever you're applying to so if you're applying to like a stem school or you're applying for like a specific program you can just list the achievements you have in there so if like you have your base certification you're going for a major in biotech you can list like all of your base accomplishments maybe some of your labs or if you have certain achievements from your school totally do that and you don't have to put oh part of this club some part of random club but if you're part of robotics club you know have that or if you're just like like me i put everything out there just to show i was active you know i did different things but definitely keep like volunteering stuff and leadership stuff like don't don't cut that out because making yourself look active and making yourself look like a leader is definitely top top tier yes and going off what you said you may have heard of a thing called an objective in resumes but this is something that you don't really need when applying to college but it's a good thing to have when you apply to certain programs so i know like maybe you're applying to the excel program at ucf which is like a stem program Mm -hmm. this like always write an objective when you're applying to different programs which is kind of an objective is kind of like a one sentence goal and your objective should change for whatever you're applying to just like your whole resume so if you're applying to like an environmentalism internship make sure you list your um experience with environmentalism and yeah. like if you did the sad dare club which is like about drug awareness like you don't need to put that if it doesn't involve environmentalism yeah yeah uh, my last section like big heading was honors and i then put like level of recognition and school year included so like I had NHS in a bullet point, and then and that was bolded, and then I did comma nationwide. It was not bolded, and then dash participants in sophomore year. So you could put like the actual year or like your school year. Um, I also did like TriM because my school had TriM, and then you can you can even do a little blurb describing what that is. I know TriM is not super common. Like that was our school's first chapter. Like, Mm -hmm. that was the first year of it existing because our new associate director had brought it. And so I was like, oh, it's a musical honor society for students. And and I was one of the first people in the first chapter. You know, just, like, something like that. 
yeah title of award bolded or distinguished but overall same format as the other bullets so so like you don't want to have a random double space don't want to have a random like italicized word unless that's like it's purposeful always keeping consistent with format i this was like a big point because i talked i told you i think i told you guys i talked to career services when i was applying to the internships like a month or so ago or whenever that was and always keep consistent with format if you don't look consistent then it'll make it look less professional and it'll just be like oh this kind of looks bad but if all of the bullet points are aligned the same way if this if you want to do like a zero indent or a 0.25 in the in, go in the layout and look at that um, if you want to make the bullet points smaller if you want to make them little triangles just make it make sure it's all the same it doesn't really matter as long as it's all the same yeah, and that was one of my points too, and I gave the example because um, I had a resume assignment in one of my business classes, and they, for one of like my dates, I had capital letters, and then for the next date, for the next activity, I had lowercase letters. So those either should be all lowercase or all capital, so mm -hmm. it should just be um, consistent with capital letters, lowercase letters, fonts, everything. Make sure you keep it short but concise. So don't have a bunch of fluff words in there. Take out all as much fluff words as possible. And try to maybe try to rearrange sentences if you can. If it's if it's like six or seven words for something and you want to make it shorter, just rearrange it. You know, that's a good thing about the English language is we can put sentences in different ways. Um, if you've learned in your English class about passive voice and active voice and different things, I never learned about that, but when I was talking to my roommates about my resume, and I had them critique it. They said, you need to be using active voice because you're using passive voice and that comes off as inferior in yeah. a way. So keep it short but concise, but keep it like still full of information, you know? Yeah, and don't make your resume longer than two pages because oh, yeah. if your resume is too long, the employer, the employer isn't going to read the whole thing and is possibly going to miss one of your best things on your resume. Yeah, it's really supposed to be one page, but if it is truly a lot of information and the format is all proper, it's okay to be two. I think mine was one and a half, and I was scared that was kind of long, but then I looked at our salutatorians and hers was like three pages double-sided with like font size 11. Yeah. But that and was just because she was doing like 20 different things. And if you have multiple pages, staple them together. This is kind of common knowledge, but when you normally want to put resumes front and back, you would normally want to have them stapled together. Yeah. Well, and that's if you have them in like a paper copy, which speaking of, if you can, you should print them on like nice paper. Yes. Uh, that's like a big thing. Not like cardstock because cardstock, like that's a little too far. But if you go to like the store or if you're printing at like Staples or something, use, I think a what this certain website said 24 to 32 pound. I don't know what that means. I looked at the page and it said 24 pound. I said, okay, it's four bucks. <laughs> and I took it back. And I figured, I looked up the manual for the printers in the printer lab and I opened it up and put my paper in. But that's so make it looks nice. It's not like a flimsy sheet of paper that tears if you hold it up. Yeah. You know, you want to make it like nice and sturdy, but don't go as far as cardstock. Also, watch the tenses you use. So if for a certain club, like, if you did past tense, keep that past tense. But if you're currently doing something, you can use present tense. Um, but if it's definitely something in the past, you can use past tense. Just try to keep it as consistent as you can, especially within the same like bullet and the same heading. Yeah, and another good thing that you can add to your resume if you have space is listing your skills. 
So you can look up a list of resume skills and use the ones that apply to you. Because um, this will help you sound more professional instead of just being like... Yeah. I feel like that's more specific for like job stuff. Yeah, it is. Because I did not have that for my school one. Yeah, I didn't either. But I do have it for my job stuff. And also, um, once you have more activities and awards to put on your resume from college, start adding those. Because after your first two years of college... Um, like, employers aren't really going to care what you did in high school. So, like, yes. your that's another point is that your resume is going to change. Oh, yeah. Totally keep it updated all the time. And maybe we'll do another episode later on about what, like, your resume looks like after high school. Because I know I had to change mine a whole bunch um, for my internships, especially back when I was applying for my fall internship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I totally forgot to add scholarships. And so I put as a bullet point at the bottom, add scholarships question mark, and then forgot I had it and then submitted it. And I was kind of kicking myself, but I'm like, it was literally one bullet point on the start of the second page. I don't think they're gonna notice. And I got an interview for one of them anyway. So, and that's a little have already happened when this comes out, <laughs> I'll let you guys know how it goes. That's a sidetrack. Like I said before, this will be what I'm talking about is similar to a job resume, but inherently different. Some stuff Dakota is adding is for like a job stuff. Yes, and um, there are some online systems that can build a resume for you, and you just put in your information. So if you just look on Google, you can easily find those. But also, Word has some templates that are good. Um, and it's important to start working on your resume and leave enough time so you can have others proofread it. Oh, yeah. Because if, like, just one little thing that you can mess up will make it look so, like, yeah. I don't know. It just makes it look unprofessional if you have things that are wrong and you didn't proofread it before. No, yeah. Reach out to teachers you trust to look yours over. Because I had my, I had career services look over my resume and cover letters, and they were like, what's with this or like the formatting was slightly different I had proofread it like three or four times and I didn't catch it so it's just nice to have fresh eyes look over and say like oh like you use this here maybe use that something like that Um, one of the last points I had was to make sure to follow guidelines if you're given them when I applied to BHC they wanted extra stuff in the header especially if there are multiple pages just for identifying things I think that's why I had my birthday in there was because BHC wanted that extra identifying mark Um, But if the school says, like, make sure you include this in this, make sure you put it, you know. Yeah. And if you build a good good resume, you will be able to go off it when filling out other information. Like, for example, my scholarships required me to make a co-curricular or extracurricular, but college they call it co-curricular sheet and a sheet of awards. Um, And it was super easy for me to be able to refer back to my resume and easily use it to fill in the information. Oh, yeah. Um, Rather than having to try to think back to the dates and all that stuff. Yeah. And I know Common App is, like, really similar to a resume because I think there's a section there where it's like, oh, add any activities you did, add your extracurriculars, and the years you were active. And I'm like, this is exactly like my resume. Yes. But that happens a lot with with stuff like that. Um, Like, I even, when, when I had my interviews... They were asking me the same questions that I had put in the resume and the cover letter. So there will be some redundancy, but it just, you make sure you know your content well. Yeah, and Common App is just like a resume when you're filling it out. So it would save you so much more time if you just had a resume that was good, nicely done, has all the dates, the information, and um, the organizations, the different activities you did that you can just easily transfer over and it'll save you so much more time. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to get into cover letters. 
Um, I think, I, I mean, I have a lot of information I retained from career services here, and I, because I didn't need them for high school, I didn't have any, so, um, I have a bunch of stuff I got from career services about a cover letter. Yes, and I'm not very well-rounded on cover letters, I've only written a few, and I haven't gotten to career services about one yet, so I'm gonna let Amanda handle this, but I do just have one point, um, that always have a cover letter. In, at least in college or if you're applying for a job. When you're applying to college, like specifically to be admitted to college, you don't need one, but it's very annoying to have to write one cover letter for everything you apply for, but it, it allows you to show yourself more and it's super important. And you have to tailor the cover letter to whatever you're applying for. Yeah, like I had four separate cover letters for the five different positions. Yeah. And that was because I was too lazy to write the fifth, and so I just did the same. It was for like this, pretty much the same position. They had the same name with like slightly different descriptions. Like I said, I did not have a cover letter for college apps, but I recently made a ton for internship apps. If you need a cover letter, I have some outlines. Make sure you keep it professional. Don't use contractions. I don't know why, just don't use contractions in your cover letter. That's what they told me, that's what I'm going with. Um, if you write it and then you're like, oh shoot, I use contractions, you can do, you can hit like control F and find and type can't, won't, shan't, not, won't, different things um, to try to find them. Word has good templates as well, uh, templates that look nice and professional. I use mine and it just like, like already had some words there and like where I could fill it in kind of and you can look it up like google it and there's tons of different outlines but with that there are if you find some online they have slightly different things like that's okay it's pretty much the same idea but I'm gonna go through the one I use it's pretty basic um but you have the date at the top left um like same like plain margins one inch margins all that stuff but have it aligned left put the date you can do the current date or the date it's due. I did the date it's due just because, I don't know, that's when I always dated stuff. Well, because teachers, if you're writing an essay, they're never saying, like, date it when. They just put the date. I'm like, okay, I'll put the date it's due. If you think that's when I'm doing it, that's fine. Um, and then I did an empty line. And this is still all single-spaced, like a blank space, and then another line, the address of who it's to. So for mine, I did the Arboretum. I just did the address of the Arboretum. You could do the address of the company you're applying to, or if it's to a certain person, you can do that if you have that. And then another empty space, like a whole line. And then the next line, you can say, dear so-and-so, and then that's the person, the name of the person it's going to, or however it may concern. I did Arboretum staff because there was a couple different people looking over the stuff for the internships, and so I didn't know specifically who it was, so I said Arboretum staff. The first paragraph is the connection to where you're applying, how you heard about them, why you're interested, all that good stuff. So I was like, I follow the Arboretum Instagram page last fall. I fell in love with Dr. Bolin, who he does all of these different tours, and I, I just talked about it. I was like, I loved following him when the wild when the wildflowers bloomed, when he talks about how honey is harvested and when they did the wildfires over the summer. I and I talked about that. And then I went to the website and I found the internships and I was like, this is something I want to do. I almost said that verbatim in my thing and in my interview because they asked it again. Second paragraph is experience with the group if you have any or relevant experience in this vicinity. So and I'm just gonna keep referencing my random one because that's the only one I have. <laughs> but like I always talked about how I volunteered there a couple times and what I did. So there was a certain um, 
person there who was leading my group and I remembered her name I put her name down I said she taught me how to weed and how to recognize the weeds it was really good third paragraph is general experience and achievements and such so I put like Palm Beach for Planet and Green Team and different things it's all on my resume like it's like the resume but expanded the fourth paragraph is education and skills so I put like I still have my 4.0 as of right now we'll see how it goes in a couple months but I didn't, I didn't say that I said I still have my 4.0 I'm in biology and that helps me learn the biological processes such as photosynthesis and cellular respiration and that helps me take care of plants because water and structure and all that and then you have like a little closing paragraph that's just a couple lines it's like a thank you you can put your if you have any further questions or need to contact me here's my email or phone number or whatever take a look at my resume like my resume has more blah 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 um, I included at the end because I don't I don't like short things I said I know times are hard and blah blah but I appreciate you taking the time to look over my resume and blah 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 make it sound super nice and heartfelt a couple more empty lines and then your name uh, and then another empty line, and then your address. So I just put Tower's address for that because that's pretty much where I live, which Tower's address is hard to find. I don't know why, but it was. <laughs> Resume is supposed to be like hard, cut, dry, like just the basics, like no fluff words, all of that. But the cover letter is kind of the narrative. And this is what Career Services told me. It's the story behind who you are and what's with the resume. So you can take the stuff from your resume, but put more emotion into it and say like, I felt phenomenal when I was teaching kids how to recycle or I, yeah. I I like I feel great when I do work what I'm passionate about you can put those words in there that you didn't put in the resume um have tons of examples like if you have experience with that organization talk about it I talked about all of the different examples Dr. Boland did on the Instagram stories I talked about what I did when I volunteered I gave examples of what we did in Palm Beach for Planet like the examples that I tell you guys put that in your cover letter they love that they love specifics all of that. Um, if you have specific education relating to it, pick examples and talk about it. I told you about photosynthesis. I We did a lab on ocean acidification and then I taught my family about ocean acidification and things like that. Um, really amp yourself up. Make it sound like this is what you want to do. Like this is going to be your whole life. You're going to put... It, even if that's not true, just just make it sound like that. Because if you sound boring and it's like, I really like this company they're not going to want you to say like I align really well with the mission and I would be a perfect fit for this position like if you throw in lines exactly like that it's yeah it'll be really good and you'll get an interview and all that good stuff it should really not be longer than a page like career service and if you find stuff online it will be so short and I just don't do that because I use complex sentences and long examples and mm -hmm. really specific things. Like, I looked up, because I only knew her first name of the girl who taught me the, like when I was volunteering. And I looked up and I found her, like, her last name. And I included that. And I just talk complexly. And so mine yeah. was... <laughs> and also, like, the examples online are very, just, like, just to show you the outline. They're, like, not yeah. really, like, packed full of, like the compassion and information it, that's yeah. needed in a cover letter yeah like mine was a full page and then like an extra third of a page or half a page like they're like mine was super descriptive and i got three out of the five interviews so i'm not complaining and the font is like okay at size 11 as long as it's all consistent you can you should definitely tailor it to, to the cover letter like dakota said so i like for the b campus and pollinator garden internship i was like 
I think bees are really important. I loved my favorite part of Dr. Bolin's Instagram things was when he showcased the bees. And even if that's not true for you, you could do something similar. Or when I did the greenhouse things, it was like my mom has always said I have a green thumb, which is true. Like whenever her plants die, I can always take care of them. And so include little things like that that are specific to that position. And ask teachers and adults where this is their job. Like, like guidance counselors, like career counselors, different things. If you're already in college, you should have a specific, like there are specific people for this. Uh, they can give you good tips. Definitely just ask your teachers. Like I promise you, they're gonna be like, this sounds dumb or this doesn't sound like you or you, ha you, can, you have more experience here, especially teachers that know you. Um, and like I said, if anything, just another set of eyes to catch little mistakes. I had three or four layers of proofreading and I didn't catch the same thing someone else did. And lastly, I, I'm sorry I talked so much. I tried to keep it quick. <laughs> um, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, our link tree is up and running. You can DM us, any of that good stuff. We will help you look over it and help you write it if you want. Yep, and you can, of course, like we said before, schedule a meeting with us, and we will be glad to look over your resume, give you tips and tricks on it, um, to help you with anything you need, college-related or anything like that. We really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, sorry if I talk so much, but <laughs> I don't know, I just, I'm always so full of information. As always, tell your friends, share us with them. We would like to help as many people as we can. If you have any content suggestions, feel free to hit us up with that. What you want to hear from us, if we have information that you want, we will share it with you. Yes, our Instagram is at College and Planet, and our Twitter is at College and Plan One. Our YouTube is at College and Planet, and my Instagram is at Dakota Page H B A G E, and my YouTube is Dakota Page. My Instagram is Amanda, D-U-H dot zero one, and my YouTube is Amanda Craig, and our general Gmail is collegeandplanet at gmail.com. Yes, so definitely feel free to reach out to us, check out our new link tree on our Instagram bio. We'll see you guys next week for the last episode of season one. Bye! Bye.